listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. So Zach, have you ever been to South America? Uh, no, I have not. Neither have I. I wish I had, but I haven't. Maybe someday we'll be able to travel and we can go. Let's make a pact that yeah, we will go. Yeah, I think go. that's plausible yes. that we'll be able to travel one day. One day. Yeah. So, one day, if and when we're able to travel again, um, you know where I want to go? Um, Peru. Yeah. More specifically, Machu Picchu. Aww, how did you know? <laughs> I know this about you. Oh, okay. We've well, talked true. about it. Yeah. yeah, we have. We have. Anyway, and, what's this episode about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about <laughs> Machu Picchu. Um, my, I mean, I've known, obviously, again, something that everyone has heard of and knows about, but doesn't really know what it is, probably. Um, I've heard of Machu Picchu for a long time, but... Uh, last sometime last year, I was doing like this little product project for my tutoring company, and I had to write just like a tiny little essay. On, oh, I remember this. You remember, yeah, on Machu Picchu, and um, it really sparked my imagination. I mean, those those little essays that I write every once in a while, it's it's similar to you doing Thirty Minute Expert because I I just do like a little bit of research. It's not by any means a, the point of the essays aren't. Um, the content it's for children to fix grammar issues yeah um but you need some basic knowledge to to write yeah whatever it is 500 words um and when i was researching it it's it's just so fascinating not only is it um architecturally incredible um it's it's one of the few things in the world that i can think of that is truly um, a mystery. We don't necessarily know yeah, that's what crazy. Machu Picchu was. I didn't even really know that it's a mystery. Yeah, people, there is not a general consensus on exactly what it was used for. Hmm. Um, and it has a really cool story, like, with um, its discovery by a Westerner. Um, obviously, but wasn't it discovered when a like local boy kind of led him yes, there because yeah. the local boy knew that it That's was there? That's what I was going to say. I'm sure the locals knew about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they just were probably pretty chill about it. And then this white guy came in and told the whole world about it, which is cool that we all learned about it. But I, but you know, like saying that he discovered it, whatever. Imagine how crazy that was, though, to be him, where he's getting led through the jungle through the mountains by this yeah. boy and then the kid you know pulls aside the final bush and reveals machu picchu yeah he must have lost his mind yeah so so yeah now you'll have that same experience where i'll pull aside the curtain of the internet and <laughs> see machu picchu um yeah so learn about it tell us about it i think it's going to be really interesting and fun yeah this is a great one i i know i say that every time um, so I'm going to start grading them. Uh, okay. This one is an 8 out of 10. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get to it. Oh, boy, I feel like I just hiked 7,970 feet. Whoa, that's a lot. Well, that's 
how high up Machu Picchu is. No way. Mm -hmm. From the sea level or from the ground it stands on? (laughs) (laughs) From the sea level. Oh, okay. But don't worry. If you want to visit, you don't have to hike all 8,000 feet. I don't? Mm Mm-mm. Okay, how am I going to get there? What a relief. Well, you take a bus. A bus? Yeah. Okay. But we'll talk about that later. Great. So how did it go? Uh, Good. It, yeah, it, it went well. I don't know where to begin, but... Begin at the beginning. Okay. I'll begin with the, uh, the first thing that really struck me. Yeah. There are two C's in Pichu. <laughs> I did not know that. I think I did know that. Okay. You were just looking for... To me, that was the most astounding thing that I came <laughs> no. across. Uh, so Machu Picchu, mm-hmm. which is in the southern part of Peru, okay. um, about 8,000 feet above sea level, like we just said. Right. It is a um, a structure, a town even, mm-hmm. that was built by the Incan people. Mm-hmm. The legendary Incan civilization... Uh, they built this place, and like you said before, nobody really knows exactly what it was used for. Okay, cool. Actually, but there are some. There are some. I go ahead. Yeah, when we so I think we've mentioned this before that we always listen to the intro again right before we record. And I heard myself saying that, and I was like, man, I hope in his research he isn't like Katie. Everyone knows exactly. What it's for. <laughs> I thought I remembered that it was not clear, but I'm I'm glad that you didn't easily discover in 30 minutes exactly what it's for not exactly but there that are def- is funny there are because theories, in the intro right? i believe you say there is no uh like <laughs> consensus on what it is you said something uh-huh. like that and i was like oh there kind of is okay. so most people mm-hmm. generally agree that it was built uh for what's the guy's name Pachacutec who is an Incan ruler. Okay. Uh, most agree that it was built as his, like, personal retreat. Okay. I guess you know this what? guy that just had familiar. a really strong, like, run at a couple of wars, and he was feeling himself, and mm-hmm. he was like, I need, a, I need a spot to just chill out. <laughs> um, so that's what, again, that's the general consensus. Okay. That's not necessarily, like, fact. Okay. Though, cool. So. Cool. That, does, we'll that start, sounds familiar. We'll start even uh, before that. Mm-hmm. With the Incan people. Mm -hmm. This ancient civilization, which at their peak stretched along 2,500 miles of the coastline of South America. From all the way to what is today Ecuador Mm -hmm. down into what is today Chile. Wow. 2,500 miles. That's huge. Yeah, that is huge. This, like, when they built Machu Picchu, they, we're talking about, like, the mid-15th century. So, like, 1450s, 1460s. Cool. That's a really, really huge empire. Yeah. Like, stretched along that, you know, several thousand miles. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. For sure. So that's when they started to build Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's built entirely out of stone. Okay. One of the craziest things about it, though, and if you've seen photos, of course, you can picture the stone structures there. But if you look closely, there's no mortar in between the stones. Oh. It's all just perfectly cut and fit together. Wow. Um, it's a method. I think that it's the name of the method is uh, Ashlar, wow. where they use no mortar at all. Everything is so structurally sound, it survives like semi-frequent earthquakes. Like it's <laughs> built on two fault lines. It's so it has moved around, and this is over five 
six yeah coming up on 600 years old wow and the it's structure. still there and it's still standing and it looks great yeah it really does that's it's pretty crazy. crazy that's like you know when you I, I get the sense that when you go to Machu Picchu mm-hmm. that's uh, very much talked about and like that's one of the amazing facts about it when you go there and you see it mm. but I, it, I don't know I, I, I think that's something that even us who know what Machu Picchu is but have never been there that seems like something that we should know because that's amazing. Like, I know. That's crazy. I just have never crazy. thought about it, I guess. I mean, and I've seen, obviously, I've seen photos, but um, they're from kind of far away, I guess. So maybe you don't really notice that. But it makes sense now that I think back to the photos that I've seen. Um, I, I totally, what you're saying makes sense with what I was yeah. seeing. Um, that's so crazy. That's like. Uh, is that how the pyramids are as well? Maybe it's a slightly different kind of technique, but the same level of um, incredible skill. Yeah, and that's kind of my point is with the pyramids, um, which to answer your question, yes, I believe they're built in sort of the same way, mm-hmm. but much larger stones. So it makes a mm-hmm. little more sense that you, you know, if you have a stone that's six feet long and four feet deep like you don't really need mortar to hold that together gravity's mm. going to do that for you but these are just like normal almost you know cinder block brick sized stones yeah. that are just so perfectly stacked which brings me to my point we all know the amazement of how or, or more the mystery of how the the pyramids right. were built we're all familiar with like dang how did they do that how yeah. they get those huge stones yeah. up there but it's the same story with Machu Picchu yeah. like most of these stones were not mined on the mountain. Wow. They're mined at the base. And they, I don't know, I don't know why they didn't have wheels. Maybe that's just like a thing that the Incans didn't use wheels because it's like very widely known that wheels were not used in carrying these stones up the mountain. They just wanted to make life more difficult. I guess so. <laughs> I know because wow. I'm like, there have been wheels for a lot longer than yeah. 500 years. Hey, maybe they had a whole totally different thing that was better and that got lost to time. And had we have it now, things would be working out quite well. Maybe so. Wow. It could be. That isn't, that's crazy. Yeah, so these were all lugged up the hill. And I guess some of them were mined from, uh, you know, nearby mountains because it's up in the mountains, mm-hmm. you know. And I guess you'd think only 500 years ago would be pretty obvious signs of like, okay, here's where they got yeah, tons right. and tons and tons of stone from. But uh, like I said, it's pretty widely known that a lot of these stones were brought up from the bottom of the mountain, or wow. at least much lower down on the mountain. Yeah. Good work ethic. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Uh, so like we said, it was most likely a retreat for Pachacutec, um, but it also could have maybe been a ceremonial site. It mm-hmm. could have been a military post, um, but most likely the retreat for the nobility okay which is pretty cool i mean it it so i guess they can tell from just the general structure of it and um from the like burial sites there and and whatever they have uh determined or come to the conclusion that they were probably at its peak about 750 people living there okay most of them would have been kind of service people Mm. You know, working like staff mm-hmm. to keep this place up and running. Yeah. And I read in one spot, like when the harsher, like the the winter seasons when no one was really up there, like that number would probably drop to maybe about a hundred, <laughs> just like essential people who would keep it 
up and running. So this is like Vale. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yes, this okay. is like a ski resort, uh-huh. but with no skiing. Yeah. 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 And ancient Incans. <laughs> <laughs> so all of this mystery is enough to make th- this place already very cool, you mm-hmm. know? We don't know exactly why they built it. We don't really know what they did there. And maybe we haven't really said this yet, but it's it's stunningly beautiful. When you yeah, see it's it... it's very, very it's cool. Out, it's unlike anything you really see in any other part of the world. Um, it, to me, is incredibly unique, and it, it it's just stunning. And, and it's in the midst of all this nature. All of a sudden, there's this massive... Uh, architectural wonder um and so yeah like not only is it mysterious even if we knew exactly what it was it's just beautiful and incredible to look at absolutely i'm assuming most people have most people have seen a photo of it but if not yeah if not look it up right now what the it'll heck are help you doing? it'll really enhance your experience <laughs> um but another crazy part about this whole story is that this huge Undertaking of building this thing, of lugging the stones up from the bottom of the hill without the help of wheels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, having all of these people living here and, and keeping it up and running, it was mysteriously, truly mysteriously, mm-hmm. abandoned 80 years after it was completed. Really? Yeah. Only 80 years? Yeah, which is... It probably is, took 80 years to build it. <laughs> it took uh, like 10 to 20 years, I believe. Wow. Um, but... That is perhaps the biggest mystery of the whole thing is why it was just abandoned. Forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, maybe something bad happened. Well, it, what happened was the Spanish were invading the Incan Empire at that oh. time, uh-huh. and they never got to Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. They never found it, but they were kind of wrecking everything else all yeah. up and down Peru and. and all around their empire. I, actually, I don't know if it was so much in Peru as other parts of the empire. Mm-hmm. But either way, that obviously took some attention from yeah. from chilling at your right, mountaintop at resort. resort. Yeah, no time. Um, and then there's also a theory that perhaps the Spanish, although they never made it to Machu Picchu, they, they're just their presence in the area and the traveling in and out of Machu Picchu of you know the people who traveled in and out of there Mm -hmm. somebody probably not probably but somebody may have brought smallpox in and killed everyone there but still that doesn't really uh that doesn't really clarify why it was totally abandoned i get it that can kill everybody there but it didn't kill everybody in the country it didn't you know it didn't kill everybody in a hundred mile radius so Mm -hmm. it still is weird yeah to say the least why this place was forgotten Mm -hmm. but it wasn't forgotten by everybody Mm mm-hmm it was forgotten by it's it's like now we say it was forgotten but by who right. i don't know like there was not right. really anyone living around there nobody went back there so you can say it was forgotten in mm-hmm. the sense that it was abandoned but abandoned doesn't necessarily mean forgotten right mm-hmm. so local people still knew about this place mm-hmm. as they did a lot of incan ruins in the area because yeah. machu picchu isn't the only one it's the most significant one it's the most dramatic one being mm-hmm. up on top of the mountain but there are lots of of ancient ruins that just kind of got covered with time yeah. you know mm-hmm. and lots of people had showed interest over years but that really started to pick up in like the late 18 early 1900s okay you know just people, that exploring uh who people are you talking about 
foreigners like people? foreigners okay. yeah 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 um people scientists oh, okay. if you will uh-huh. you know so these people start to show up around 1860 1870 mm-hmm. there are records of people having visited Machu Picchu there are records of Machu Picchu showing up on maps okay um you know maps from outside people mm-hmm. enough that by the time it's actually discovered as we alluded to in the intro mm-hmm. that guy whose name was Hiram Bingham mm-hmm. the, the man who's credited right. in air quotes with discovering Machu Picchu rediscovering Machu Picchu mm-hmm. he's definitely not the first person to uh, first outsider to see it mm-hmm. or to note its existence oh, okay however uh, in 1911, uh, Hiram Bingham, who is very scary looking, if you look him up on uh, Wikipedia, <laughs> okay. he doesn't look real. He looks like a... Really? No, he looks very odd. Okay. I've seen other photos where he looks fairly normal, so he's not like a... He, I'm not he's just insulting his whole existence, but the photo of him on Wikipedia is pretty terrifying. He should get in touch with his PR people, get that switch. Yeah, he really should. Um he is a Yale professor, mm. and he organized the Yale Peruvian Expedition. Oh, I didn't realize he was American. Yes, he is sense. American. He doesn't... He, yeah, he, I don't know. He's weird. <laughs> he's really weird. I think he was born in Hawaii. Oh, um, okay. So anyway, he's uh, he organizes the Yale Peruvian Expedition, mm-hmm. and he gets a group. They go down to Peru with hopes of finding some Incan... Uh, mm-hmm. What do you call it? Ruins. Ruins, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he goes down there with the help of local guides. He's moving around. Mm. He's asking questions. And he's getting to these places, these cool. these ruins that really were lost. Mm-hmm. like Lost to us. Lost to – well, yeah. And lost um, historically. Right. Mm-hmm. Local people perhaps knew that they were there mm-hmm. and knew that they were some old, you know, ruins, mm-hmm. old whatever – but nobody had really uh, put all the pieces together and been mm. like, no, that is uh, that is Vitkos. Like, that was their main hub for mm. 125 years. You know, like, that that yeah. story wasn't being told. Right. Even if being, the people knew, even, they weren't, like, writing it down, sharing it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, even if they knew, I guess they to them... That's their heritage. That's their whatever. Right. That's been there for generations. They don't. They they didn't have an idea of the significance to the outside world that mm-hmm. having this information would have. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, on everybody else who's fascinated with the culture and yeah. and, and fascinated with the the uh, Incan Empire. Mm-hmm. So he's going around again, asking questions everywhere, and he actually does rediscover. And identify two places, one that I just mentioned, Vitkos, and another one that's called uh, Vilcabamba, which, in fact, was the the real last capital of the Incan Empire, oh. which is interesting because a lot of people, including Hiram Bingham, mistakenly thought that Machu Picchu was the last capital of the Incan Empire. You might and have thought so, yeah, seeing it. Yeah, and it's referred to as... The lost city of the Incans. Mm. Or Incans or Incas. I never am positive which is the correct way to say it. I think I was saying Incans as well, but but I guess I don't know either. Well, We'll forgive me. Mm. Uh, A lot of people still even refer to Machu Picchu as the lost city of the Incans. 
However, it was actually that Vilcabamba. Uh, so even when even when Bingham discovered that, he didn't realize that that was the last capital. But mm-hmm. he did correctly identify the city. Okay. So he's going around, and each place they stop, he's kind of talking to the locals, like, "Hey, do you know of any any old ruins <laughs> any around? Good ruins around <laughs> here. Truly, though, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that. How how else are you going to do it? He's you like, can't hey, look guys, it up anywhere. Where's the hottest ruins around <laughs> here? Give me this goop. But if you put him in his <laughs> shoes, you can't look it up in a book. No, of course, you can't look at an aerial view map. No. You can't look even look at a map. You can't Google it. You certainly can't Google it. Yeah. Um, your best bet, you either... You your can't just go out walking right, through the mountains wander. and hoping to stumble across something. Uh-huh. You could, but it's not You'll very... You'll die, yeah. you know? So your best... The only way you can do this is to boots on the ground, go up to random people, mm-hmm. random villagers in the most remote corners of the the country mm-hmm. and be like hey like do you uh, do you have any ruins around here and mm-hmm. i'm sure this is done through a translator too yeah um and Probably. there's one guy uh whose name is malcor ortega okay and at one of the stops along i forget what river they're going down but at one of the stops uh hiram bingham asks ortega if he knows of any ruins mm-hmm. and he's like yeah i know of some pretty like Pretty crazy ruins. ruins. (laughs) Yeah, I've been waiting to show somebody these ruins. Um, Were you free tomorrow? And Bingham's like, heck yeah, I'm free. So that was July 23rd, July 24th. They travel down the river tomorrow. They travel down the river. What was he doing? Of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, They stop. They get out. They hike up, and uh, they get to kind of like the base of. Where of Machu Picchu, mm-hmm. um, and there are some people like camped out up there. Like some, I don't know if they were from a different village and they're just like kind of go up there to get away for a minute yeah. or you know a little nice. retreat, if Wouldn't you will. We? Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a proven spot. It's a good retreat, right? Exactly. Um, or if they actually were making their home up there and they mm-hmm. were just a very small cluster that lived there. But either way, there are a few people up there. So they get up and Malcor Ortega is like, "Hey guys." Mm-hmm. You know, like where those those ruins are around here somewhere, right? <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, they're like, yeah, yeah, they're you're pretty close. Uh-huh. And uh, the the one of the children in that group uh, who is up uh-huh. on the hill is like, oh yeah, I know where they are. Like I can show uh-huh. you, no problem. So they he then the boy, mm-hmm. I think he was eleven years old, leads uh, Hiram and Malcor through the mm-hmm. woods. This is that story. You yeah, told. <laughs> pulls away the up last to the bush. final bush. <laughs> Puts both of his hands in, Parts separates the them, yep. and, and it goes, ah. And you're like, holy crap, Machu Picchu. Wow. Although it wasn't that dramatic. Oh, okay. Because when you pull back that final bush, mm-hmm. no, it, okay, it definitely is that dramatic. Yeah, to be looking like for that be. and to see that is miraculous. Yeah. However, it's not what it looks like today. Uh, oh, why? So you Was can, it all covered? It, yeah, you don't really brush. think about that, but there, mm. uh, Bingham took a photo in 1911. Like, wow. Like the classic angle of Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of angles of Machu Picchu, yeah. but a very like picturesque photo of Machu Picchu, except it's the first... I mean, that may be the first photo of Machu Picchu. Yeah. If there were any others, I certainly didn't come across them and didn't see them mentioned at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has this photograph, and it's like, you know when you see Machu Picchu now, 
you can see every wall. You yeah. can see every stair. You can mm-hmm. see there's grass in between the buildings right. and everything. It's perfect. It's yeah. perfectly manicured, taken care of. Looking at this photo, you're looking at the jungle, like a jungle-covered mountain mm-hmm. that like you can see peaks of walls and mm, wow. maybe a, a terrace here or there like poking out of it that's crazy yeah it's really nuts because yeah. you have to think that these 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 structures at machu picchu i'm assuming had roofs like at the time mm-hmm. when they were being used that have just caved in they were probably just oh. made of wood made of like thatched mm. leaves whatever that um obviously would they're never last yeah. hundreds mm-hmm. of years so the, they're just gone and you wouldn't reconstruct them because mm-hmm. that's not you know, these are ruins now, so yeah. you're not making any effort to make them look as they did before other than keep them clean. Mm-hmm. So you have to think that all of those roofs, like, they just cave in right where they are. Mm-hmm. The jungle starts to grow in. I yeah. mean, literally, trees growing up in the middle right. of things. Yeah. Trees falling down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure there were walls and things that had fallen in that they kind of reconstructed a mm-hmm. bit. I would imagine yeah. there had to be one or two around yeah. there. yeah. And then, of course, just the weeds growing through everything. Yes. Like the place does not at all look like what it did, what it does what today. What it does now, wow! Which is really, really cool. So much so that uh, Bingham, you know, he stops, he looks at it, he takes the photo, he takes some notes. Mm-hmm. I think they went and walked around it a bit, and of course, it's astounding. They're yeah. they're thrilled with the find, but. From there, they just kind of left that same day and went on to wow. to go look at the next ruins yeah. and find the next thing. Interesting. But he did go back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it stuck with him. It wasn't It wasn't nothing, of course. It was yeah. huge. So huge that he went back uh, the next year in 1912, then mm-hmm. again in 1914, again in 1915. Oh, he loved it. Yeah, he couldn't get <laughs> enough. Uh, in 1912, I know he went, um, I think it was with Yale all three years, mm-hmm. his Yale group, and, and with the assistance of uh, National Geographic, mm. he ended up writing a book called The Lost City of the Incas. Right. Yeah. Which, again, Machu Picchu is not really the lost city of the Incas. Interesting, the, yeah. The, the one that they were looking for before they found any of these mm-hmm. was Vilcabamba, which was the, was the final the real... capital. That's the real lost city, yeah. which is, you know, now found. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, again, it's weird because he's not the first visitor, right. you know? Yeah, that's what um, I, I remember even from that little project that I did he, of course, it's always uh, controversial and debatable to call any foreigner who comes in and sees something the discoverer of it, you know, because, like, no, they didn't, and people knew about it and whatever. But even beyond that, he wasn't even the first, like you said, he wasn't even the first outsider. What I got was he was the dude who who became enamored with it and made it known to the world he wrote a book he just came back and told everyone about it and was like you gotta check this place out it's so awesome yeah and i mean his book was decades later so Mm. just to paint a clearer picture it wasn't as if he came back the next year and wrote a book and like that sparked this big fascination the book was i believe 1948 so but he was the guy he's the guy that that Mm. Made everyone else know about it. Very made, much made so. everyone in the outside world know about it. Well, yeah, and you can look at that as a um, as a you can look at that negatively of like, oh, this white guy from America comes in and and he gets all the credit for it. But also, uh, I I can't speak for everybody who touched Machu Picchu before him, but I know some of them were trying to just plunder the place. Mm. Some of them were trying to raise money for expeditions to simply go in and look for treasure, and yeah. you know, so 
better him yeah. than somebody like that who he wanted had... to go in there and just tear it apart and dig up gold if right. there was any to be found. Better to have as a opposed professor... to someone like him who's like. Right. No, like stop. Like let's let's clear this place out. Let's see what's here. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 learn more about these people and how they lived and what went on here. Mm-hmm. Not just destroy it and and see what we can find. Right. Um but they did find a lot of stuff and he he was in maybe still is but was criticized for taking um things out of Peru and taking mm-hmm. them to America. Um but he did so legally. And I know there's like accusations of them legally, smuggling though, things out of. So like no, legally, like according to the Peruvian oh, really? law. Yeah, okay. I read the law. It sounds like I did a lot more research than I did, but <laughs> I read I, the law. <laughs> the law from uh, the Peruvian law at the time uh-huh. pretty clearly said. Zach is like up in these legal textbooks from <laughs> 1920s Peruvian law. He's translating at the same time. Yeah, Google translating them. <laughs> Um, no, I think the the law is from like 1850, and it very clearly says artifacts are owned by the person who finds them unless they're found on private land. Hmm. Which I guess I wonder at this if time they contemplated though that that person could be not Peruvian at the time, you know, um, and take yeah, them out of Peru. Maybe, maybe so. That's a good question. Um, but as of fairly recently, like just the last couple of years, I don't know, maybe ten years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Yale, um, I forget where they're kept. The Yale, I don't know, some museum, kind of museum. Or library, yeah. or whatever, is actually sending some stuff back to Peru. That's good. Yeah, and I mean, also good, especially if it's stuff that's not on display. If you're just holding it for I safekeeping, know. it's like good. Like I'm glad you held it for safekeeping this long, but like mm-hmm. Peru can hold it for safekeeping too, yeah. and or mm-hmm. put it on display there. Right. Yeah, that kind of annoys me. How there's so much stuff. In that's museums, just, just yeah, not, that, yeah, it's especially, like like literally ninety five percent of things like aren't on display. It's absolutely insane. I mean, yeah, it's insane. It it sucks, but at the same time, I guess better that they are holding it safely than. I guess though, is it especially art and things like what good is art if it's not being consumed by the public? art? It, art's different. Yeah, I think art should be yeah. displayed somewhere somehow. This um, is my argument for displaying art. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, where are we? What were we talking about? We were talking about how he found it and he told the whole world about it. Oh, right. Yeah, he told the whole world. Um, but <laughs> they found some really cool stuff. Uh, you know, kind of what you would think they'd find. Really cool decorative like, pots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bowls. Yeah, truly. Like, bowls. Like, some, you know, a lot of just random stuff. Nothing, mm. nothing too, like valuable Mm -hmm. you know well Well, that's a stupid statement yeah exactly they didn't find any sort of treasure they Mm -hmm. didn't find gems or gold or things like Mm -hmm. that but they just found evidence of like yeah the people lived here you know this was i mean if you came into our apartment 500 years from now you're not going to find gems or gold totally yeah just finds bowls basically (laughs) (laughs) we got lots of bowls lots of bowls (laughs) oh another thing that i totally forgot about um they so, I don't know. I'm trying to picture the photo of Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I looked at it 15 times today just as I'm scrolling by things. Mm-hmm. But I don't recall if in the photo you can see terraces. So, they have a lot of, like, hundreds and hundreds of terraces built, like, uh, agricultural terraces built for farming up there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of farming going on. In fact, the people who uh, Malcar Ortega kind of led them up the mountain and then they met those people up at the top um 
who, you know, the little boy led them to the site, they actually were farming the terraces at Machu Picchu. Oh. Yeah. Like that they, little boy and his Yeah, like people. they were literally living right there using that land cool. to farm. Mm-hmm. So they've done a lot of studies on this land uh, since then, the terraces, and found that it was, first of all, very, very well built. Like, perfectly engineered for where they are and the type of soil they have and, and cool. so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had brought the topsoil in from lower in the mountain because mm. they said that that topsoil was a, was of a much higher quality than anything you would get at mm. that altitude. So that, that was sense. clearly brought up from the bottom. Um, and they showed signs of mostly growing corn and potatoes. Okay. Which I guess according to what they found, was not enough to uh, sustain 750 people up there, Mm. which also leads them to the conclusion that they brought in a lot of food. Mm. Yeah, they brought it with them when they came. Yeah, and it seems that, you know, travel in and out of Machu Picchu wasn't that rare. Mm. People were coming and going, and, and it doesn't seem to be like... It wasn't necessarily because you you see it now. You think of what it may have been used for, and it seems like this very precious, secretive place. Mm -hmm. But they had a lot of uh, diversity there, a lot of people from lots of different areas. So it doesn't seem to just be like this hush-hush secret, Mm -hmm. only these select few know about it. And only people from, you know, this select group get to go there. And even as as the workers, like the workers there came from lots of different areas. I guess doing a study, like skeletal studies of remains that they found there, uh, given their bone density and like the nutritional mm-hmm. content and the chemical breakdown, like they can tell that these people came from all different areas wow. of Peru. And it wasn't just people up there. They had... Guinea pigs? Oh, phew. I thought you were going to say aliens. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, true. We don't know. But also guinea pigs. Are guinea pigs South American? Are they aliens? Guinea pigs? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um, are they South American? I don't know. I don't know I either. would think they're from New Guinea, but I don't know. Oh, true. Wait. I have no idea. Where's old Guinea? I don't I know. I'll look that up. <laughs> I just know about Guinea, but where's old Guinea? Okay. Uh, they had, yeah, dogs. Guinea Aww. is a country in West Africa. Okay. Maybe that's where guinea pigs are from. Maybe. <laughs> I really don't know. Me neither. Uh, they, had, they had, for the third time, they had dogs, guinea pigs, and then, of course, llamas and alpacas, mm. which we know mm-hmm. are from that spot. Yep. So they're still up there now. Like, if you go there and you're, like, the first one up there in the morning, if you go to visit, uh-huh. uh, there will still be llamas and alpacas. Aww. I would imagine they kind of clear out as more and more people show up. Yeah. Uh, because, and this is so cool, when you go to visit Machu Picchu, mm-hmm. you get to walk all around Machu that, Picchu. That you is don't crazy. just have to stay in the, uh, you know, you don't have to follow the perimeter. No you don't just to get ropes. to look at it from afar, yeah. from that view that we've all seen. You get to go down there and walk up and down the stairs and touch the walls and really yeah. like get into the middle of it. That is, it is so cool, and it's, uh, you know, huge. Like that's part of the allure of wanting to go there is because it is so hands-on. Did you see at all in any of your research, I remember I read an article or something about this recently, just about how badly eroded Machu Picchu is becoming because of the 
insane amount of tourists who are coming there and the fact that you can walk everywhere and touch everything and it just Mm-mm. is a road i'm i'm i think i think i remember reading about mm-hmm. that um yeah which yeah, is I obviously didn't... the downside of letting people access everything yeah i didn't see anything about that and uh you know like when you hear that that sounds like it makes sense mm-hmm. but i did see that they only allow 2500 people to go per day that's which, kind of a lot though yeah but if not... only 750 like live there at a time okay yeah that is true but also if you think about a i don't know set of stairs leading down to a subway station or a door mm-hmm. leading into an office building how many people touch you know if you're in a big yeah. city thou- 10 20,000 people go down those stairs every day and how fast are they eroding you know right. what i mean but it's it's different. Mm-hmm. These are old, yeah, much older stone. stone. Like they're outdoors. And also, they're who cares if the subway stairs start to wear away? This is yeah. history you can never yeah. get back. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. Uh, but I didn't read about that. I'm sure that is happening, though. And I'm sure if you look it up, you'll find articles that are talking about it. And mm-hmm. you're right. That does suck. Um, and maybe they will eventually limit the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to an even smaller number it's that just, can you visit know, per day. Pros and cons. Like it's mm-hmm. it is so it's wonderful historical experience to be able to get that close and really feel what it's like and see what it's like up close. Um, but you just have to balance it with the if that's taking such a toll that it's becoming uh, non-existent, then there will be nothing to see anymore. Well, it's also bad because I know when you go there and visit, you're allowed to like pull uh, blocks off the wall and take them with no. you. <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that would be detrimental. Yes, it would. It's like Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better go soon. Yeah. That thing is going to tumble. Yeah. So if you want to go, do you want to go to Machu Picchu? I do. I want to go, okay. despite the erosion. <laughs> uh, well, first, there are a couple of different ways you can enter Oh, you know, good a couple different towns you can go to that you know you can then ride up to Machu Picchu. Okay, um, but I watched a video on YouTube of this one guy who travels there, and he did you know just broke down the whole trip, and mm-hmm. you kind of follow him along. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat. So they took a train to a town called uh, Agua Calientes. Ooh, and it was like a sixty dollar train ride from Agua Caliente. Cusco? Is Cusco. that the capital of Peru? No, I think Lima is the capital of Peru, but I don't But there's know a town sure. called like Cusco so. or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Cusco. Uh, they take a train from there, about 60, they said it was like 60 bucks, you take it to a town called Agua Caliente. Sorry, mm-hmm. you were saying something just to say. It's like the casino in Palm Springs. Yes, hot water. <laughs> yes, Agua Calientes, uh, which is a very, very, very cute town really at the base of Machu Picchu oh yeah. wow you gotta look up a photo Let's or we'll post there. a photo of yeah. it um but it, it, it looks awesome okay and then from there that's when you kind of book I mean you probably book your travel ahead of time if you're you on top of it yeah you, you definitely should mm-hmm. uh but from there you go you get your bus ticket your bus ticket is going to be like 24 dollars okay round trip and that no. takes you uh from the town of Agua Calientes to about a 20 minute bus ride to the uh, the start of the hike to Machu Picchu. Okay. So you ride your bus up there. Mm-hmm. They drop you off, and then you hike up. And mm-hmm. I really don't know how long the hike is. He didn't say in the video, and I didn't see anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I didn't 
Google it, yeah. you know, just that question. So I'm sure you could figure it out. But it I, I get the bad. sense that it's about a th- maybe 20, 30 minute yeah. walk from where the bus parks you to like the, the to view of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll look it up real quick. If it's a day trip, it's not like it can be two hours, you know? No, it's definitely not. Um, I know it's not that long. Like I said, just watching the video and kind of the flow of it, I get the sense that it's... How know, out of breath was that dude once he He got was pretty there? out of breath. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he was actually very out of breath, <laughs> but he said how, like, they kind of ran there, mm-hmm. you know, to, be, to be, like, the first ones at the spot. Yeah. So that's how... It's funny because I really was judging it by how out of breath he uh-huh. was. I'm like... Okay, he's out of breath like he just kind of hurried uphill for about 20 minutes. Hmm. Not like he yeah. hurried uphill for an hour and a half. Like right. he would be Not like he beyond was out of breath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. How long does it take to get to Machu Picchu? It looks like it's hard to say because <laughs> if you look up hike to Machu Picchu, you can hike the whole thing and it's 26 miles. Yeah. <laughs> which clearly like is not what days. this man did. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess depending on what bus you take and where you get off. I see another thing here that says um, the hike from Aguas Calientes to Machu Picchu was about an hour and a half. But okay, that, that's without the bus. That Yeah, that may even be if you skip the 20-minute mm-hmm. bus ride. So, I would say that if you take that bus ride, you then hike maybe 20, 30 minutes mm-hmm. uh, to get up there. Uh, and then, once you're there, again... You get to walk all around. First, the first place you get to is the the view where you want to take your photo mm-hmm. from. The, you know, where they, the classic they view. Spread. Yeah, where they spread that bush. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <sighs> and then once you're there, you walk down into the, I don't know, town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and you walk all around. And you can't go back. So take all the photos you want at the beginning. Oh, really? Because once you start you to, to walk down, you've got to keep it moving forward. Okay. But uh, from what I saw, you're allowed to stay there as long as you want. That's cool. And the bus is just kind of constantly taking people back down the mountain. So mm-hmm. you can be up there for, I'm sure no one's there, less than an hour and a half, two hours. Right. Like it's it's, mm-hmm. it's not the biggest thing in the world, but there's certainly a, a lot to see. And yeah. you're going to want to hang out for a minute yeah, and savor it for sure um but yeah i think you can be up there for five six seven hours and just do your thing it's pretty cool um and it's about thirty dollars to visit so all right from from Aguas calientes you got a 25 dollar bus ride thirty dollars to get into the park so i'd say really it's worth it yeah i'd say very worth it yeah that's cool i can swing that yeah heck yeah we just got to figure out a way to get to peru first true yeah that's gonna be the hard part Okay, that's all I got. Cool. That was awesome. What more do you need to know? I think that's all I need to know. I mean, obviously there's more I want to know, but I don't think you have the answers, nor does possibly anyone. Yeah, maybe. It's there's really there's cool. a lot more to to learn, to look up and I did not cover everything, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, but that was a really great overview and hopefully if someone hasn't heard of Machu Picchu, this will definitely spark their interest and Again, it's the kind of thing that up until I did that tiny little project and up until you did this tiny little project, mm-hmm. um, I I didn't know what it was at all. I just yeah. had an image in my head of it. And so now we have I also a would have more. guessed it was way older. Yeah, me too. It's almost it's almost um it's it's so amazing and beautiful to picture. I feel like we know we so are drilled into our head like from school and everything. We know what's going on in Europe in the mm-hmm. mid 1400s. I think it was pretty bad. That was like plague time and stuff was rough. Mm-hmm. But we have an idea. But to picture that 
this is what was going on in on this side of the world, you know, further south, obviously. Um, it's just really cool to have that knowledge <laughs> and to picture there's more than one story going on at any yeah. one time. Um, and it just gives you a fuller idea of the world as a whole and all the different cultures and all of the fascinating histories that we we aren't as well aware of. Yeah. yeah I totally There's a lot agree. to learn. I totally agree. Cool. Well, this definitely has made me want to go there even more. Yeah, me too. Especially watching that video. I, I forget the guy's name. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick because it was a pretty cool video and it was normally the type of thing that I hate. Mm-hmm. But uh, the guy was actually pretty like why, you know, just, just a like very YouTubey like, yeah. hey guys, mm-hmm. here's my, you know, the video is called like Machu Picchu, what they don't tell you, you know, oh, like yeah. when you're traveling, they're not like, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I was very ready to not like it, and the guy was actually uh, quite likable, hmm. and his name, uh, the the channel is called Exploring with Cody, Cody, and it looks like he travels all around the world, so. Go Cody. find out where he's at now. Yeah. All right, I have some fun facts. <gasps> fun facts, my favorite part. Okay. Uh, the road that leads you up to the bus ride mm-hmm. up to Machu Picchu, that's called the Hiram Bigham Highway. Oh. So he is honored in that sense. All right. Uh, they, uh, they say that he may have been some, at least some, of the inspiration for the character Indiana Jones. Really? Uh-huh. That's funny because I was th- thinking of that. I mean, obviously, maybe, but I was thinking of that when you said better that he discover it than these other people because he was trying to protect it. Although I did read some, see some like BuzzFeed headline recently. It was like Indiana Jones was actually a bad guy if you think about it. And of course, I was like, no. And then I thought about it and I was like, ooh. <laughs> um, but yeah, totally, he is like an Indiana Jones. But they made him a lot more handsomer in the movies. Yeah. You gotta look up a photo of this guy. Okay. <laughs> uh, there are nearly 200 buildings at Machu Picchu. Wow. But I don't think they're like individual structures as much as mm-hmm. they are kind of rooms. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, they're you can connected. see it, they all look connected. But still, that's a lot. It's a lot of rooms. It's more buildings than I have. Me too. Way more rooms than I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1981, it was named a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and mm. in 2007, it was voted onto the list of the new Seven Wonders of the World. Cool. Along with things like the Colosseum and the Taj Mahal. Awesome. So, it ain't going to be forgotten again. No. We'll remember That's it. That's for sure. Not after this podcast goes down <laughs> in history. <laughs> oh, gosh. Cool. Well, that's great. I feel great. I'm glad we know about it. I want to go there. And like we said, someday when we're traveling... As soon as the borders open, bam, <laughs> we're in Machu Picchu. First one's there. Picchu in it up. <laughs> Looking for Cody. <laughs> Where are you, Cody? Uh, I'm just going to follow him. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get out of here as soon as we can. Okay. All right. All Great right. work. Why don't you? You too. We'll see you soon. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinutePodcast. That's 30MinutePodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye. Bye.